HQ quality, better than HQ, but no one knows what the X stands for, except for extremely good. <clears throat> Here we go. This is episode 173. Yeah, I was afraid you were lost in the weeds on that one. <laughs> of Channel Massive. Uh, you got the podcast right, too. Yeah, yeah. Two for two. I actually remembered what the name of the show was. <laughs> you ready to blow this shit up, Mark? I'm ready to blow this shit up. Like a Best Buy that doesn't have my Call of Duty. <laughs> oh, man. I'm Noah. I'm Mark. And we are... Too strong for this podcast. That's TWO. Far too powerful. And TWO powerful, yes. TWO, yes. <laughs> and TOO. And what has happened, listeners, is like over in the last, or, or fans, we'll start calling them fans. fans. What has been happening, <laughs> fans, in the last week, there has been a jillion news stories. And we, we love the subtle. And not so subtle charms of our co-hosts, but this week you're getting a dynamic duo, and we are just going to blaze through a news whirlwind. We plan to set a pace that just your standard co-host couldn't ever possibly. They just can't keep up. You know, <laughs> no. Something that would leave them. Yeah, and we know, don't want to embarrass them. Right. You know, we want to keep them in their element. It seems like the best thing to do. So we'll just keep them kind of in. Uh, we'll keep them all mothballed. Until we want to we coddle need. them, and yeah. Yes. <laughs> That's how we like to do but it. But we, we really do hope that you enjoyed all of our guests that we've had so far, whether it's Sean or Scott or Eric Scott and Denara Ryan. and Ryan. And we have more. Yep. Super cool guests coming up in the future. In the meantime, you've got us for episode 173. We're going to be telling you what we've been playing, and there's quite a lot to talk about there. Oh, yeah. Then we've got the news whirlwind, and then we're going to wrap this up. We're going to blow it up. We're going to wrap it up like a filet mignon. Yes. In bacon. Mm. <laughs> well, I don't know. That's no. like... Uh, bacon on anything is good. Bacon is podcast. good, but it's like, what's the point? Free bacon is even better, though. Yeah, I mean, just bacon by itself would be fine. Yeah, but I don't know. There's something magical about that. I don't know. Well, anyway. Stop drooling. Yeah. Uh, You're going to get the computer wet. I'm looking at the cat hungrily. Mm. <laughs> Phoebe wrapped in bacon. <laughs> Yuck. Well, not after what I've seen tonight and smell. Yeah, you have seen horrors, which we will not disclose to the listeners, but <laughs> hairballs have been... <laughs> Regurgitated. Yeah, I was going to say, you know, It's kind of like the, the scene from <laughs> Gremlins where it's like the yeah. little balls are popping out everywhere. It was like that. She jumped in the water, and now she's forever scarred. <laughs> but, yeah, well, let's... Uh, yeah, l- l- listeners, fans. People. Party people. Party people. Send your feedback to mail. M-A-I-L. At channelmassive.com. You can also leave us a comment on the website. We recently had a listener, a fan. <laughs> You're having trouble. <laughs> I'm going to train myself to say this. Yes. We had a fan who was having problems with registering. Ron. No, and not Ron. So, I was really Sorry. excited that he was going to post a comment on yep. the website, but it was all an anticlimax. But maybe, maybe, maybe this episode will be the one. That he'll, will force him to post? Yes. It'd be cool. I yeah. mean, you know, it was good that he uh, found out the problem we were having. I had no idea that that was... Yeah, we were having a technical difficulty. If any of you folks out there had issues registering recently. Mark. Also, if you looked like you had a name that was... Um, spam based and it was at the top of the alphabet I probably killed your account because I did a little house cleaning because we have oh, 880 good. subscribers yeah, and which is like five of that number bots. only a small fraction are actually not robots yeah. but I've installed a new anti-bot sweet login thing tell me if that works that is definitely the the bane of WordPress installations is yeah. bots and they don't post anything they just fill up your 
user pages with crap. It's so annoying. Yeah, and we don't. They don't like make it through for posts or comments. No, but they just like bloat out our user list. You know, mm-hmm. with all these people like. I don't know. It all seems to be something for erectile dysfunction based in the name, but in any case, it's annoying. So, Let's, Well, that was a, a great way to yeah. wrap that intro Let's up. Let's edit that on out and uh, <laughs> pretend that never happened. Yes. <laughs> and now we're going to get into what we're playing. Someone to hold me tight would be very nice. Someone to love this episode right. of Channel Massive is sponsored by UGT Service. When you order Ventrilo hosting from UGT, you get all of the powerful administration features hardcore gamers want and the ease of use that newbie gamers need. With 24-hour tech support, 13 locations worldwide, and a 15-day money-back guarantee, you'd be crazy not to check them out. Head to UGT-Servers.com for all of your Ventrilo hosting needs. So, Noah, what have you been playing? <laughs> that was worth the wait. Yes. You have fallen into my trap. <laughs> Let's see. Have I played any more 999? I don't think I have. So, I don't have any DS stories to regale you with, fans. But, <laughs> when I said fans that time, I was thinking of the ones specifically that hate me talking about. <laughs> DS games. DS games. Lawyers and such. I don't want to hear anybody talking 20 minutes about DS games. Well, you won't. This episode. <laughs> so, if no. you're even still listening you to us. You will just hear yourself parodied. Or crying. <laughs> or crying, yeah. In the dark. In the dark. Tonight. Uh-huh, after this episode. Yes. <laughs> after I blow this shit up. Yeah, if you blow this shit up. <laughs> That's what it's all about tonight. <laughs> so, I played a little bit of League of Legends, regular. Regular? Mode, regular, with Curtis and Tony, who are always a lot of fun to and play did with. you lose? <laughs> what makes you think well, that we would I lose? Well, time I played regular, regular League of Legends with the same combination of which you're speaking, I lose. Oh, so. Well, no, the first game we won, oh, and cool. I played Sona, and I had like a... Oh, wonderful Sona. It was like a 10-4-28, <laughs> and it was so nice. funny because I was down on the bottom lane, and I... Oh, Curtis was playing one of the newer characters, and I can't remember, remember mm-hmm. which one, and I was like, this is a really good combination, but they would not advance. They had a Singed and something else, and they just would not push. They're like turtling? Yeah, and I'm like, no, there's no... I'm like they're scared of the Sona. That is why. Because <laughs> I'd go up and I'd zap them, and then I run back away. You know, just like you was done, and it worked out really well. And I ended up just killing and killing and killing with Sona. Were you killing in the name of? Of music, yes. yes. Awesome. <laughs> of dulcimers and Renaissance festivals right. and everything else that you see Sona instruments played at. Oh, that's awesome. <laughs> but yeah, it was really cool. Then the next one, it was a bit more challenging, and we didn't win, but that was okay. I think I played some games of Dominion. I played a couple, One, I think the same night that I saw you on. And they weren't winning games, but they were fun. I still like Dominion. It just It's not a good game to play at night. Hmm. Because it gets me so amped up. It's like I had like a, you know, 32, 64-ounce container of Mountain Dew, and I'm just like... <laughs> must kill, must kill. Whether it's win or, or lose, it's hard for me to get into a relaxed state of mind with no. that, so it's it's good to go and read something, a book, afterwards for right. me, or else I can't get to sleep. Perhaps a lawyer game on the DS. <laughs> no, 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 just games in general, no. <laughs> uh, and also, I've been playing some PS3, particularly... The first Uncharted, I'm on a, a mission oh. to get through all the Uncharted games because... They uh, look really good. They're pretty cool. And the thing is, there is one, in my opinion, significant drawback to the games. And I found out that it's persistent, apparently, through all the games. So I can say this with some kind of authority. And it is not surprising because this gets brought up in the reviews. It's the shooting segments. And it's... Uh, developer Naughty Dog, who created, let's see, the Crash Bandicoot series and also created Jack and Daxter on PS2, that series. And then they made Uncharted for PS3. They seem to be, first of all, a little bit overly self-congratulatory about the mechanics of their shooting sequences. 
and they seem to have a blatant disregard for gamer accomplishments and time because the games are big enough. They're pretty big. You go to through lots of different cool environments. There's lots of cool action movie set piece moments and climaxes and really great cinematography, great voice acting, great sequences. And then you get to an area where you have to shoot pirates, mercenaries that have been hired to kill you. And unlike most games where you shoot them and they're gone, there's like a swarm of six, then another wave will come in and then you shoot them and kill them. And then another wave, usually like it's about four waves per area that you stop at. And there's like just area after area after area of this bullshit. And I'm like, I just want to get on with the story. Right. And there was one part that was super ridiculous. We were in this for this clearing in the forest because it's all in South America or something uh, in the first game. And we entered from this. I was I was playing with my buddy Chris. Hence the we. It's not the royal oh, we yeah. here. Entered from the far end of the clearing, and there's a bunch of dudes over there. And this game, you have to really watch your bullets. If you're not hitting things perfectly, oh. you'll burn through your bullets really quickly, and you can only carry two guns. Uh, so. Every time I kill a wave of enemies, I have to go and hoover up all of their ammo. Right, right. So we come in, and there's like five guys, and they're, they're aggressive. They will advance towards you. They will try to flush you out with grenades, and they'll stay in one place behind a wall or in plain view, and they'll stay still until you actually start to try to aim at them, and then they start doing this crab-walking crap and then crawling <laughs> on the ground, but only when you're aiming at them. And like you can be hidden behind a wall, and they'll 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 relentlessly be just being bang 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 shooting 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 throwing grenades throwing grenades. I'm like you can't even see me, and you're just shooting pointlessly. And so I'm trying to run to an area to get right. cover, and they'll hit me spot on, like boom boom boom. Oh, and I'm like, there's no realistic, honest way if you're just sitting there randomly firing in a direction that you would actually hit somebody. Right. So it's just ridiculous. Like yeah. And and they just keep moving towards you. And so we entered from the end of this clearing. I kill them all. I'm like, okay, run over there. Get these bullets, get these bullets, get these bullets. And just after, or just as I'm getting the last one, you're dead, plain guy or plain man, because I crashed in the plane. There's some very lost style moments oh, in this uh. game. Crashed the plane in the rainforest. And so they are calling you plain man. And they say the same crap all the time. You're going to get what you deserve. Come on, plain man. And they came from the other end of the clearing. Another six. Killed them. Ran over there. <laughs> hoovered up all of their bullets. And then another batch comes back back from the other side that I just cleared out. Oh and you can't God. leave. Yeah. There's like this closed off door that you can't go through. And it, and it kind of like in a in a nodding, a winking joke to this, your main character will be like, gosh, there's no end to these guys. Where do these guys come from? They'll say crap like that. <laughs> and you're like, Because going, it's yeah. fucking ridiculous. And it's like another six people came. And so this was the third wave. Killed all of them. Went over. And it's like, hey, he's over there. He's over there. Back from the other side of the clearing. And this clearing is big. It's about the size of like half half a football field. Well, that's annoying. And so you're just going back and forth and back and forth and back and forth. And then it's like, all right, are we done yet? Now where do we go? And then I finally like, oh, there's magically some door that these people came through is all of a sudden open. So I went through there. But the story is enough to keep you going. But the story and the characters are super cool. It's just, and the game is big enough. That's what frustrates me is it's like, it's needless padding mm-hmm. and it's not I enjoy the shooting mechanics in Gears of War more which is another cover based third person shooter and the way that this is you'd think the Naughty Dog thought that they'd invented the entire concept because they just fucking grind it into the ground right. and it's just like I want to keep continuing but it gets really old it's like alright dudes can we like go more than one screen without having to face 50 dudes and I was reading a review about it earlier today back from 2007 and the or for the sequel, because I wanted to find out the sequel was like that. And the the author who's just like got such a hard on for the series and doesn't matter. It's like they can do these they can do nothing wrong. It's like, well, you know, it's like it does still have the problem with the endless wave of pirates and mercenaries, but <laughs> when you think about it, it's like you couldn't fight thirty people all at once, and so you of course you have to have them come in at waves. And I'm thinking no shit, Sherlock. Wow. Or you could just have one wave of six of them and kill them and move on like every other video game. Yeah. Or if you want it to be a time-consuming challenge, you just make them challenging and you fight them once. You don't fight them over and over and over before you can proceed. Yeah. And the thing that made me really irritated is I went into game FAQs to find out, I'm like, how long is this game? We got to chapter five and that was after about three hours. 
There's like 22 chapters in this game. Like, oh my, oh my god! I'm like, this game is going to take way more time than I was planning. Yeah. And the review that I was reading of the first game was like, the game's pretty short. It beat it in eight hours. I'm like, what the hell are you doing? Using a game shark? Well, is there like a mode like easy, normal? <laughs> I'm on hard? easy. That's the oh, ridiculous thing. God. And like the the dudes, it's like if you want to kill somebody with a headshot, which apparently seems to be the only way to get through this game, it has to be a discreet fire to their head without any other bullets before or after it. Like, if you're to start spraying bullets at a dude, to hit him in the head. torso, 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 head, torso, it doesn't matter. He's just like, boom, boom. And these guys take, like, about six to eight shots to drop. Pirates. And when you only have yeah. 22 bullets in your handgun, you're like, you burn through stuff when there's, like, three or four of them yeah. at once. Wow. And so, it is just a pain in the ass. So but everything else about the game, good. I mean, this is like Tomb Raider. The best parts of Tomb Raider and Indiana Jones combined, you right. know, with cheesy B-movie elements, yeah. it's just that shooting stuff. It's like, dude, stop jerking off over this shitty gameplay. Yeah. I mean, the, the least the least they could have done is, like, on easy is have kind of an, a help with the auto assist where the reticle will kind of, like, move towards the targets. Because there's some FPSs that do that, and they have aim assist and stuff like that. But this one, it's like... To get the reticle up, you have to go into aim mode. So you have to hold down the L1 button, and then you have the reticle on the screen, and then you like you you, you steer it around. The, the analog stick super sensitive, so you, once you get it, and then you have to pop out of aim mode to reload, and then you go back into aim mode, and there's an enemy that's you know 40 feet to the right, and naturally the reticle is not where you need it, and so it's like you're back into the aiming thing. It's just ugh. that sounds very tedious. <laughs> So it's 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 definitely right now a love hate thing. So if I get anything out of your mini review, you you hate the story, but you love the gameplay. <laughs> yeah, totally. Yeah. That's exactly the opposite. <laughs> of Just that. to summarize everything. <laughs> oh man, oh, that's a pain. I'm gonna get through it though. F this game. I'm gonna. Finish and you're it. on the first one right now. <laughs> yes. Uh-oh. I'm like, what have I done? <laughs> oh my gosh. Yeah, that does sound bad. Well. <laughs> but the, you know there are you know listeners. And fans. <laughs> fans. <laughs> I'm sure there are some hardcore Uncharted people out there, and you can tell me, like, it goes faster. So I've got, like, a buddy of mine this morning. He's like, well, I like the game. You need your game shark. <laughs> he's like, you're just not hardcore enough. Oh, <laughs> like, whatever, dude. I was doing all the hard stuff. I was doing all the shooting. My friend Chris, he would, like, do the platforming stuff, so it's like we trade off and stuff. What's that game you played um, where you played it on Insane Mode with the mir- Mirror's Edge or something like that? Where you Oh. Yeah. You played that on, like, the hardest mode ever and finished Well, I, I did it without using any guns whatsoever. Right, right. And that's a game where jumping, tumbling, punching, it's all shoulder buttons. Right. And you like, never use the You never use the face buttons unless you're, like, switching, yeah. like, toggling something. So. so when somebody tells you you're not hardcore, you can just, like, go, did you see this? Bam, Mirror's Edge. Yeah. <laughs> Bam, Mirror's Edge. Shut up. <laughs> go get me something to drink, bitch. You've been owned. <laughs> Thank you, Mark. That makes me feel better. Oh, yeah. Well, you know, that's, that's what so I'm what have you been playing? Oh, okay. So now it's time for the official um, channel massive retraction. After after <laughs> many, let's see, at least one blog post and several that's discussions true. around it. That's true. I was incorrect in my analytical process. Uh, for the game Rocksmith, where I had determined that there was no way in hell it could do anything but single note detection. Plucking. Plucking, in other words. Um, you know, my ammo for that was that it's really hard with musical gear to um, detect more than one note from a, an analog yeah. sync signal, which is what a guitar output is. Let alone determine, you know, chords made up of more than, you know, two or three strings. Yeah. Yeah. Which the game apparently does, from what I've seen, because I've been playing it and I bought it. <laughs> so, Ron, this answers your question from last week pretty well. I did buy it. I do love it. It is really <laughs> fun. I showed it to Noah tonight. Um, it's really cool. It's it's like you know, it's like rock band or guitar hero on serious steroids. The cool part is you can use any guitar, any old guitar you have. Yeah. Um, it'll make you tune it to E. Um, It'll make you tune your guitar before you can do anything. And um, there's a screaming crowd of thousands cheering you yeah, as you tune, like, which is hilarious. Yeah, you got your E string tune. Yeah, you got your E string tune. Yeah, you got your G string. Or D string. It's pretty fun. Um, but yeah, I mean, it does everything that that I had hoped a game like this could do, and I'm really having fun with it. It's very challenging. Noah watched me like totally die oh. trying to just. Well, one thing was it it shows the 
When it shows you the notes coming at you to play like any rock band or guitar hero game, it kind of shows a fretboard and it shows you the notes um, coming in like at the exact same levels as the strings. So most guitars have like the big heavy strings up at the top and the, the little strings at the bottom, right? And so like the the low E string would be up at the top and that's how it comes in. But having read like tablature and, yeah. and different things over the years, I think of it upside down. And it was blowing my mind because I played it for about three hours. I just got it night, last night. <laughs> and I played or night before last I got it, but I had something going on. But I played it for about three hours solid, and it was freaking me out. But I was starting to adjust to it to where I could actually, you know, not see things as Read it upside, upside down, down. mirror style. And then I went and found the option in the game to not do it up to invert it so that it's like right, reading tablature coming tablature, at you. Yeah. And actually, if you've ever read Tablature, it's, it can be just like that. So that's really cool. But it blew my mind because I had made the switch. It's kind of like, have you ever like played a game for a long time and then you find out you can invert the mouse? And oh, then yeah. like up is down and down is up yeah. and you're like totally like messed up. It was just like that. I'd like I was like I know what this should be, but I've like reprogrammed myself to not. Do <laughs> You'd it that already way. accepted it. Yeah, and I didn't know any of the songs I was trying to play, which didn't help either. But yeah. it made me feel better because I totally I got a chance to try it first and I was so flailing because well it's a real guitar with a real fretboard and yeah. just when you're looking at six different strings and 20 different positions it's like I have no idea which string my fingers on and which fret I am on and so it's like I'm frantically trying to look is my am, am I it's my finger on the right string and then look oh, back yeah. at the TV and then look back at the guitar and look back at the TV and I'm like oh my god yeah. I can't do it so it's give me one song at a time. What's cool is that it really made me appreciate the auto adjusting uh, difficulty. The difficulty that is the coolest thing because then that's what happened when Mark plays is that it's like as he plays the song, it was like level up, level up, level up, yeah. and so it starts adding more notes. And more pretty notes soon it's to throwing it. like it's throwing like power chords at me and then bar chords, and you're like. Yeah. Trying to, and it's cool because it shows little fingerprints whenever you nail a chord. Like the chords show up as kind of like blocks, um, and you have yeah, to, they do know. like little screens. Yeah, gray it's like, screens. yeah, it's, and I think it's just to kind of make them stand out and to show that they are all to be played at the same time. But when they come, you, you're like, okay, I'm going to hit it, and if you get them all right, it shows you like a little fingerprint for each. Um, finger that you got correct for the chord or no fingerprint for the one you missed which is great because then the next time that chord comes around you can try and make sure you get that better but when i was playing the other night it was doing like all six strings or five strings at time you know chord bar chords basically holy cow but some but like later i hit something that was like it was like some kind of crazy augmented chord where i was had to stretch my hand like i'm making this like horrible like it looks like it looks like i'm doing something satanic here but anyway i had to play this horrible chord to get it right, which I totally never got. I, I had four chances to play it, and by the last one, I got like two of the strings right. And and um, it's really cool. It's like it scales up dynamically, and it doesn't crash the song if you're not playing well. It right. just scales it back. It scales down. it back down. Yeah, takes it takes it. And then you know, if you didn't get if you didn't get enough points to qualify to play it live, because you, you the basic premise is you practice it once. And once you've qualified in practice, then it's going to do a set where you play before a live crowd, and then you have to play through that set oh. of songs. And it's like, I don't know, I've only gotten up to three so far. But it's pretty cool how it, it's, you know, kind of like Rock Band or Guitar Hero in that respect. But another key difference between Rock Band and Guitar, from Guitar Hero and Rock Band in this game is that in those games, if you're not playing something, you don't hear the guitar part at all. Right. Whereas in Rocksmith, you're basically hearing the main guitar part, and then the things that you're assigned to play, it will play it a little bit louder over that. With the same kinds of modulations and uh, whatever effects that are needed to make it sound like that. But what what I think is cool about that is it's training your ear to know what you're going to be playing. Right. So that it's not like... You're like in rock band or guitar hero where you strum once and then all of a sudden five notes come out of the yeah out of the screen. It's not really an accurate representation of what's going on. And we were like looking at the menus, which I didn't even have time to mess with at first. And it was interesting because you can choose 
to play like a combination of parts. So say, you know, in a traditional band, there's a rhythm guitarist and a lead guitarist. Sometimes they switch off or whatever, but sometimes they're set. You can like just play the rhythm track. You can just play the lead track. Oh, that's cool. I didn't realize um, that. Yeah. Or like the, you know, like you, maybe it's a, maybe it's a track where, you know, the lead guitarist plays rhythm most of the time and then he has his lead and then he goes back to rhythm, but it's a different rhythm than the main rhythm. You can do that or you can choose and the default is a combination which is like the most memorable parts of the two guitars that are playing in a song, if there That's are two. That's sweet. Which is cool. So it's like, you know, with a band, like like if you're doing a Metallica cover, it, it could well be that you're you're playing like the James Hetfield part most of the time, who's the rhythm guitar player, until the solo comes and then it switches over to Kirk Hammett's like w- wicked blistering pentatonic bass solo, and then all of a sudden it goes back to the rhythm you know yeah. or it could choose like the if maybe if Kirk Hammett had the cool rhythm it plays that part instead and so it has these three different ways you can play the songs which is kind of cool too which is kind of unheard of in this and there's a decent genre. selection of songs too I wasn't sure with yeah, as many other like started launched with 40 I think maybe. yeah and it's I didn't know if it was going to be like no name groups or stuff that we'd seen a million times. I've before. heard of the Rolling Stones. So. Yeah, <laughs> the Rolling Stones, Kings yeah. of Leon, Black Keys, some really cool stuff, and some stuff that was new for you, even. Yeah, is, there's a few I've never. I mean, I've heard of the bands, but I'm not familiar with their stuff. So yeah, it's a nice range, and they're but, just getting their store kicked off. Downloadable content. We only yeah. saw three songs so far, but yeah, you can also buy new amps and stuff like that. So that's the other cool thing is as you play, you unlock um, different guitars and different amps and different um, effects pedals and different things like that. And what you can do with that, it's it's it like models the tone of a guitar and models the amp. All that stuff is modeled, which is kind of a concept in music where instead of like saying I'm going to buy all these different items. And chain them together, you know, I want this vintage tube sound from a 69, you know, Fender 50 amp combo or something like that. It's like, instead, it just models that exact sound. They've, like, analyzed it and everything, and it's modeled, it's reproduced, synthesized, you could say. But they call it modeled because it's more of a reproduced all the circuits and everything that do it digitally. So, it models the amp, it models all the effects, you can chain those all together to create your own custom tones as you unlock it. And that's the really cool part is you could play it, you could choose to play it, like with a with screaming distortion this like really mellow song if you so chose. Or you could do it the other way around. You could play like this like vintage, you know, Beatles tone on a um, Metallica song or something like that. It's up to you, you know, or you can just go with whatever the recommended, you know, what, what, the actual sound would be and it does that and we're just we were just playing around with the standard fender strat and it was getting some really cool like tones i thought you know from just a few things i've unlocked so far like yeah. we had like one was like a gibson les paul tone and it sounded pretty much like a gibson les paul you know, I mean, it was pretty cool. It was know? really cool. So I'm, I'm, I, I have to retract everything I said because I was like, it can't be done. It's impossible. Otherwise, like tuners would be way better, or you know, chromatic <laughs> tuners would be way faster. <laughs> and you know, yeah, it handles, and, and it handles the full fretboard. Yeah, those the camera zooms in slowly and pans yeah. slowly just at the right time. Yeah, I was telling Noah I was playing one thing where I was in like the first position, which is way down, you know, at the very the bottom of the the strings close to the the um, tuning pegs, right? And then all of a sudden I saw this thing coming that was going to be at like the 19th fret, some note I had to hit. <laughs> and I was, and it like zoomed out to show me. You know, I knew it was coming. You, you can kind of see it coming. It's like a train wreck coming your way. <laughs> and I sure enough, I like zoomed up there to hit it and I hit like the 20th fret and totally, <laughs> and then it shows little arrows when you're off. To get you back in alignment with where you should be, but it was like a bunch of notes after that. So I had my my pinky was like the anchor note on the twentieth fret instead of the nineteenth, and so everything I played after that was sounding horrible until I shifted down a half step, and it was just a horrible thing. But because it does stuff like that, I like really respect it. I mean, I think that's like so cool. It's like it's like a rhythm game on total steroids. I yeah. think it's not really a rhythm game because. It's teaching me some things that are cool. Like, I'm, I'm used to, like, you know, having the luxury of being able to look at my fretboard to make sure I'm playing the notes that I'm supposed to play. But because I have to watch the screen to see yeah. these things coming at me that are songs that are unfamiliar, 
it um, kind of blows my mind, you know. I have to, like, I have to get a better feel of where I am on the fretboard, you know. Yeah. Um, one other game mode I heard about for this, I haven't gotten far enough along to see it for myself, but there, when you play at, like, the highest level, you don't see any notes for the song. You just have to play the song. Oh, my God, like you from have, memory. You hear the, you, you, it probably shows you, like, something to show, like, where the metronome beat would be, and you hear the rest of the band playing and everything. But you have to play your part. And that's it's tracking cool. it. Ultimate challenge. I think, yeah, that's like the ultimate challenge. I think that's really a cool It's like mode. you're in the band. Yeah, and imagine if you did that in Rock Band, what that would look like. Or, you know, any of those other rhythm games where imagine. there's just no notes. You're just jamming along and you have to get it right. And, you know, because that can't really represent it. Because the thing about this is, when you're done... You could just plug into an amp or something and play it, and you'd actually exactly. know the part. Yeah, yeah. Because you're honing in on it. Starts out with the the notes are very f- few and far between, but they're not like meta notes like in Rock Band where you hit like the the third controller is supposed to represent like a D chord or something like that. Yeah. You know, and this it's actually the notes, so you yeah. you really learn it. So pretty cool. I'm really amazed. I totally retract everything I said. I was totally wrong. Um, I think the only thing that's a little bit less flashy compared to those other main games is that the visuals are much more subdued. It's very much more understated. Which yeah. I think is because there's so much information that you have to digest with that fretboard. Right. Move around, zooming in and out. Oh, my God. You not get too fancy. But it's like the, the geometry and the textures are kind of like, eh. It's really understated. It's kind of B-team, C-team work uh, as far as the developer is concerned. Yeah. But it's that's so not the main focus of the game. There's no avatar running around on the screen. Yeah, there's no, like no theatrics going on. It's just yeah. you trying to, in a background. And when you play it, there is a crowd when you play your gigs, you know, and they do go crazy. So, it's, yeah, it's like a first-person perspective of being But it's stage. not at all like rock band and way not like Guitar Hero. Yeah, it's pyrotechnics <laughs> like, and all sorts yeah, of crazy stuff. At least not yet. I, and I just don't see it coming. The interface is really understated. Which is fine, because there's just, like I said, there's just so much to yeah. <laughs> take in. And it has all these drills and instructional things for techniques and mini-games and all these things. I've barely scratched the surface, but I'm amazed, and I'm telling you, if you are like if you have a guitar laying around that you've never really learned how to play, um, you can just buy this thing for... It costs like $10 more than a standard Xbox game, 360 game. Because so it comes with the cable. Because it comes with this cable that's apparently the secret sauce magic thing you know plugs into your usb port on your xbox Mm -hmm. and i think it's for they have it for the ps3 as well yeah yeah um and uh yeah that does the magic but yeah if you've got a guitar laying around or you could go to a pawn shop and get one for a 100 bucks it's you're still about as well off as if you bought a you know really nice like the mustang controller for the for the uh rock band um three game right and it's definitely going to be cheaper than if you buy that Wicked um, Fender Strat thing for Rock Band Three with the yeah. the uh, crazy you know fretboard that detects every single possible note variant. Mm-hmm. Based on the way this thing works, I think it might be even better. I mean, oh, well, yeah, I it's mean, the real thing. I mean, yeah, like because because you're actually hearing your own tone. Like I don't know if you noticed, but some of the songs I was playing, I was putting like crazy v- vibrato on it. Oh yeah, I didn't oh, notice that. And that's the cool thing; it doesn't care like what you do as long as you hit the notes it wants you to hit so you could if you were like Ingve Malmsteen you could be like just shredding along and as long as you like hit the notes that it wants you to you don't get penalized for that so it, it kind of yeah, allows it, you to it, you know do whatever it, you want you can improvise at the beginning of the song in the middle of the oh, song yeah, whatever like, you want at the end I'd always do some stupid thing and then it would when we it would uh, you after you play a song it plays it back so you can witness your downfall <laughs> and it'll record it and you can see what you've done or not done yeah so. it's pretty cool so I talked way too much about that, but um, anyway, hey, it's like a mini review. So your review is that it's a good game, and yeah, very good. Yeah, I was wrong. You were right. Um, also, I played uh, a lot of the uh, um, the Old Republic beta. Oh wow, yeah, that game. It's still a month out, at least. Yeah, I'm really enjoying it. I my character was wiped, and I have I'm on new servers now. Um, and ironically, I created the exact same kind of character as I had before. Um, I don't know why I didn't try something different. I just really like the Sith warrior thing, I guess. I had a weird moment today where they emailed me and said, BioWare appreciates your input. Please take this survey to tell us how to make um, 
I don't know, free to play sessions even better, or beta sessions even better. And they'd sent, they'd sent me the email like 3.02 in the afternoon, and I was clicking the link at 3.30, and it's like, we're sorry, the study's already completed. Wow. I'm like, in 20, 30 minutes, it's already completed? Good God. So they must, like, mass blast that out to tens oh, of like, yeah. thousands of people. I don't know if I got that. I, I didn't notice. I was... My family was all sick today, so I took a sick day and played, oh, cool. played Mr. Dad. So, um, Yeah, that so, game comes out in a vacuum. It's the only game coming out the week that it's coming out. It's going to do well. Kind of like Zelda, that it's, was the only game coming out. It's I'm it's enjoying cool. the beta quite a bit, and it's just polished enough for me, and it's got... It's how an MMO should be done. And I don't feel like I'm playing an MMO. I wish we could time. talk about it freely because somebody from Nintendojo told me this week, like, oh my god, I got invited to the Old Republic beta. I'm like, oh, that's cool. I hope you like it and stuff like that. I think he was trying to brag. And I'm like, oh. yeah, I've already been there. Yeah, I've already been there. And he's like, well, what do you think of it? And I told him the things that I don't like about it. There's like some key design decisions that I think suck that could mm-hmm. be changed and mm-hmm. would make it a lot better. Uh, and he's like, so has it changed your mind in here? Are you going to get the game? And I'm like, nope, still not interested. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And I wish I could tell you listeners. But I oh, he will, though. And the fans. Once I'll tell can. them especially because they're the ones who care. The fans. Not the <laughs> listeners, but the fans. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I guess that's pretty much what I play. That's, it's been just those two games this week. I've been pretty much fixated on either guitar mongering or being a Sith Lord. I'm a much more evil Sith Lord the second time around. I'm making, like, all Might the wrong well decisions. And it's going really well for me. My <laughs> evil ometer is definitely in the red. And my <laughs> Twi'lak slave girl does not talk back to me at all. But she does take a special pride whenever I talk, uh, whenever I'm cocky to my superiors. So, so that's fun. Uh, she gives approval. She likes that a lot, yeah. <laughs> Touches some nerve within her, I guess. I don't know. <laughs> Makes her happy. But anyway, I guess that wraps it up. Time to talk about our rapid fire um, news. Whirlwind. Whirlwind of news. Maelstrom of news. Full. Noah. Tell us of this Duh. news. <laughs> Last week. You may have recalled, if you listen to last week's episode, listeners, that we talked about what would an ideal Game of Thrones video game be? What would the genre be? And what would the gameplay be? <laughs> and like? we also actually had someone to represent a proper Russian accent. No kidding. As opposed to this week. <laughs> a really bad <laughs> accent that you've heard a million times, but we never get tired of using. <laughs> yes, sadly for all concerned. But What I thought was really great, as I saw this headline, it's like, Action RPG, Game of Thrones game coming in spring of 2012. I'm like, whoa! It's like, wow, we talk about it. One week later, the game's coming out. I'm like, oh, this is so cool. It's coming from Atlas, which I also talked about last week. It's a a developer and publisher of a really great couple sets of RPGs. Persona, Shin Megami Tensei, which I guess technically are in the same world, but they're different series to me. I'm like, right on, and they made Catherine and all this other cool stuff. I'm like, wait, they're just the publisher. Mm-hmm. The actual developer of this game is the same one that made the super crappy RTS game that we also talked about last week. Ironically named Cyanide, because we all wish that they would yeah. do something with Cyanide that would cause them to stop making crap games. Yeah, they've yet to have their, I don't know, moment in the sun where they made a game that's really awesome. What's cool is, like with the RTS, they're trying to be innovative, at least. They're not trying to copy somebody. The RTS, we mentioned, used politics over right. warfare. Which was cool. That's a cool concept. Poorly executed. Except they didn't have any combat, so that yeah. makes it kind of hard for those of us who would like that option to at least exist. Yeah. Well, yeah. not to mention what they had implemented. It was really confusing and hard to use, right. from what I've read. Yes. Now, with this game, they're making an action RPG, and it's they're trying to do something clever. It's not quite as innovative. They're basically going to allow you to put the battles into slow-mo so you can more properly strategize and figure out how you're going to attack your enemies, which I think Fallout has done. Other games yeah. have bullet time bullet effects time. and stuff like that. And it's like, all right. And, you know, they're, they're having to crank this out in the spring. The one potential positive spin that you can put on this 
other than the game being made, reach for it, reach for it, is that George R. R. Martin himself is involved in the development of the game and making sure that the story's groovy and all that. And based on past experiences, that means to us very little. Yes. <laughs> in fact, sometimes it's like maybe that wasn't a good idea. I know. Who knows? I mean. He was involved with the television series. Well, and that definitely is good. Awesome. A good thing. Yeah. So maybe this will be the turning point for Cyanide, and they will put all us naysayers, well, at least me, yeah. to shame and give us an awesome game that we totally love. We can only hope. Yeah. In other art role-playing game news, Blizzard has actually reported its second loss this year of subscribers to World of Warcraft. There was a bit of a dip to 11.3 million in the summer and then in the last three months another seven percent have dropped off of the subscriber base and like oh seven percent that's not ten it's not that bad it's couldn't be that much right no that's eight hundred thousand subscribers their numbers that's like the population of uh several cities in our area yeah that's <laughs> and so another 10.5 million or 6 million or so wow <laughs> and it's it's just like that's a big drop and predominantly most of that drop occurred over in asia specifically china which makes up surprisingly i didn't know this um, about half of all the subscribers to wow yeah. are in china and so are we surprised, listeners, that the next expansion pack is wonderful, neutral, giant continent full of Asian themes and cute pandas? No, this is no surprise. Man, I am shocked. Yeah. It's well, quite convenient. Excellent. Yes, conspiracy theories are, are uh, <laughs> afoot. I, I don't know. I mean, I think it's like how long can... I mean, I really still love World of Warcraft, but I don't play it right now. I don't. I'm not an active subscriber. No. I, I, I didn't really. Uh, Cataclysm was the first expansion that I didn't really finish. Quote quote. Mm-hmm. So, I, and I just basically lost interest. I mean, there was just other stuff going on, and it just. And when Diablo three for free is oh. an incentive to get people to buy a twelve month subscription. I read a forum post where a guy did the math, and he's like, "So I could." I could spend blah, blah, blah amount of money and be able to play some crap MMO from yesteryear, or I could just buy the collector's edition and have blah, 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 blah. And I was like, yeah, when you put it that way, I'll just buy the collector's edition, and if I want to play some WoW, I'll just pay for it monthly, you know. So. Yeah, I I agree. So Blizzard is, you know, not sitting on its laurels. It's making another expansion pack, which should be prove exciting for people who are still really engaged with that game. I mean, shoot, EverQuest has a new expansion pack coming out in a few weeks. Yeah. But the numbers are just insane, especially when you compare it to DC Universe Online, who just recently launched its free-to-play program. And they were boasting, like, our numbers have improved 1,000%. Yeah, that's And it's like, how low were their numbers? They only had 30,000 people playing that game. Across two different platforms, PC and PS3, only 30,000. They are now, they got a boost up to 330,000. Which is great, because I think it is the best superhero MMO there is. I mean, I Mm -hmm. really think it's awesome. It's funny, because... I think City of Heroes up till this had them beat on yeah. subscribers. Yeah, there's no doubt. Uh, and, uh, of course, Champions Online had all 12 of their subscribers. <laughs> Some of us lifetime subscribers. <laughs> um, so, wow. Yeah, that's crazy. Yeah, uh, it's still only a fraction of the people lost in three months. It's just a flesh wound. Or Blizzard. But how long can, it, can they expect it? To, it can't grow at this point. Well, World of Warcraft. Yeah. yeah. It's yeah. not going to grow. It's just how long it's will it... maintain. How long will it maintain? Will it be like EverQuest? Will it be a 10, 15-year MMO? Yeah. Probably. I would be surprised. That would be interesting. There would still be people willing to pay to live in that world. That world. Pay dearly. Now, speaking of playing, paying to play MMOs, this is also something we've talked about a few times in recent episodes. Like, is there really going to be any other MMOs coming out? Why are why would anybody make any more MMOs? But, of course, there are. And we just learned this week that a Total Recall MMO is being developed and will launch in 2012. 
I can't even imagine what would make that compelling. I can't either. First of all, why are they remaking the movie? If you were going to go with, like, Mars, there's, like, some really cool games based on that that would be better. Or there's, like, the whole Edgar Rice Burroughs, you know, stuff. like Red Faction. Red Faction is really good. It was one of the first games with, like, destructible landscapes and stuff. And it had a cool killer plot. Why would you go with, like... One of the cheesiest science... I can't even call it science fiction. It's just a Schwarzenegger movie, you know? It's like an action... And that's what's interesting is this game is not based on the Schwarzenegger movie. This game is based on the remake of the movie that's coming out in August, which incidentally is not set on Mars. It is set on Earth, which is basically how I understand the original story from Alan Dean Foster was written or whatever. I think it's Alan Dean Foster. (sighs) Starring Colin Farrell... Colin no. Farrell, of course, because, you know, he's always available. <laughs> he's pretty awesome. <laughs> no, sorry, Colin. <laughs> he was like, awesome in Fright Night. I liked him in Bruges or whatever. Was great. He was awesome in that. So, yeah, he, he's, got his, he's got his good moments. I don't know why I dissed him, actually. So he's all right. It's, just, it's not Will Farrell who I'm no. happy to diss. Oh, Will Farrell's way better than him. I like Colin Farrell. I, oh. I think Will Farrell's lame. Will Farrell? Will Farrell. The President Bush guy? Yes. Oh, him. he's awesome. His movies suck. All those movies suck. All right. And my parents have punished me in the past like, oh my God, we have another, we rented another Will Ferrell movie. We're going <laughs> to watch it. And I'm like, oh my God, make it end. They That's all right. suck. Our former podcaster, uh, Jim, has a thing about um, Ben Stiller movies. They like, they're like chalk. Those are a, awful too. On a blackboard. I can form. totally agree with him on that. Yeah. Too. I know it is. Or, Nails on a blackboard. Yeah, I not don't know. funny. <laughs> guys. So yeah, Colin Farrell. But back to the game. <laughs> Where were we? Here are the three selling points that should make it a must own for all of you. Point number one: it's browser based, but it'll feature console like graphics. Oh God. Point. Feeling nauseous. Two: it's freemium. So it's free to play, but you can pay for special <laughs> it's items. It's free to game. play unless you want to move your character, which will cause a <laughs> monthly subscription fee, or you can buy it in microtransactional chunks per step. If you want it animated versus <laughs> as st- still pictures. Right. <laughs> no. And then point number three, it's made by a Chinese developer. Huh. So this sounds like all of those wonderful free-to-play Eastern-developed MMOs that we barfed on from a couple years ago. Awesome. Well, I'm excited. <laughs> Sign me up. Where is the beta test sign up for this one? You need to find it. That is just so exciting. So yeah, freemium is like the main craze now. We've we've talked about some people like SOE claiming that the era of paid subscription MMOs is over and kudos to Blizzard for still managing to do it somehow. There's a study that kind of confirms that from an analytical firm, market analysis firm, Nuzu. I'm not sure where they're based. I'm not sure if they're based in Asia or here. I think they're based in Asia. They found that U.S. gamers are spending 24% more on free-to-play MMOs than they were in 2010 for a total spend of $1.2 billion. Billion dollars. Dollars. So what does that mean? Because... I love it when people say, oh, it's a 22% increase, but that's not actually, it's not like from 10 to 32. It's actually right. a growth of, I think, from 27%. It's, hold on. So it was 39% in 2010 and then 47% in 2011. Wow. So it is a big jump. It's almost half. And then in Europe, it's actually 53%. And in Asia, 51%. So it's actually greater and Europe and then in emerging countries who don't who aren't as fancy 59% (laughs) not as fancy (laughs) they don't wear pants so yeah Nuzu where who is Nuzu so but the the thing is so this like yeah this confirms everything MMOs they should be free to play but this goes hand in hand with another set of awful news that a game that launched free-to-play. We've been talking about all these major games going free-to-play, and it's great, it's great, it's great. Lego Universe launched free-to-play and is shutting down before it's even had it been out for a year. But you know, the 
thing about the problem with that was there was like no marketing behind it. Like, did you ever see anything for that? Well, it might have been relegated to Saturday morning cartoons. I don't know. I Because it was know. aimed at kids. Oh, you would know because would know. you watch those shows yeah. with your kids. Oh, you didn't have to mention with my kids. I wanted the. I wanted people to think I was young and hip, but yeah, and creepy. No, 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 I like the way her little giant anime eyes move in her head. <laughs> no, it's kind of sexy. <laughs> it's neat. Her tiny little body. Uh, but no, it's like I watch I watch those movies with my or those TV shows with my kids, you know, and I've never seen it. I've seen a bunch of other Lego stuff. You know, like the the console yeah. games and the actual Legos and you know other MMOs like Wizard Wizardry One Wizard One Hundred One and oh, yeah. like stuff like that. I've um, seen some kind of marketing for it. Yeah, a lot of it. And if, you know, it's not I, just I passive mentions in the press. I mean, this wasn't anywhere on the internet hardly. Yeah, usually I'm like half asleep and like early Saturday morning when they're watching those things, and like when a, an MMO commercial comes on. You know, like um, Marvel Superhero Squad or something like oh, that. Yeah. And I like, I'm like, oh wow, and I like, you know, I store it away for just this kind of conversation because I never saw anything for the Lego one. And I, I, not, the thing is, is they have like one or two million people playing, which is a lot. Yeah, and they're but like, nobody ah. was paying for anything. Right. They were sticking strictly to the free con- content, and so it's the game was successful, but because nobody was paying for anything in this freemium model. It's being shut down, and the developer, NetDevil, now renamed Playwell Studios in Colorado, is going down with it. Which really sucks. Yeah, it seems like no game developers here in Colorado. Especially since it was my ultimate plan to be employed by them doing something ridiculous for lots of money. (laughs) But not this time around. again. Thwarted, yes. That sucks. I hate to see somebody go under. I don't know why they didn't have the marketing. It's freaking Lego. I mean, how could they not... Be. And Lego's the one that made the decision. Like, we're not making any money off this. We're pulling the plug. But, oh, you can still keep making Lego Star Wars games and Lego Batman and Lego Harry Potter. For fuck's sake, there's enough Lego stuff. Yeah. But then you wonder, like, well, what about the phenomenon that was Minecraft? Now, you can't say that's Legos, right? It's pretty similar but spiritually. You can at least. build stuff, and it's way, it's like got this, like, kind of grassroots kind of thing behind it. You know, it was made, allegedly made by this game developer in 48 hours or something like that, the first version. Definitely less fancy it, graphics it, than You know, you Lego have a lifetime here. fee to, you, you pay for it once and you have it forever with all the upgrades. Yeah. I mean, it's really, and it's, and I've spent a lot of time with my son playing it, or at least I did a while back. I haven't, we haven't played it in a while. Um, and it's really funny because the stuff I built in it, I still... Like, in my mind, I've got a map of it all. I Like, it still exists to me. Well, it does. I mean, I have it digitally, but you know what I mean? It's like it's like a Lego creation or something yeah. like that. So maybe that just scratched that itch for enough people that they didn't need to go to the real thing. Or maybe they actually just have a bunch of Legos and they play with those for the reels and don't yeah. have, you know, imaginary monsters or, you know. I don't know. Interesting. It was too bad, though, because there were some cool creative ideas about being able to just create yeah, like you would with real world Legos, but you could do it within this MMO. You know, if um, if you're it, this is a tangent, sorry, <laughs> but you can go to the Lego site and you can um download this application that's kind of like AutoCAD, and you can build whatever you want with it virtually, and mm-hmm. then it makes a box and it does all the marketing or it, it, it like puts it does instructions for your creation. Oh, really? And that's you, cool. So you can basically like if it, you can make your own little custom Lego set. It's a custom Lego set. It does the box and everything. You, you choose like how you want the graphics to be. It has all the instructions and everything. It's got like different views of it. You know, just like a Lego package is. That's cool. And it calculates the cost, and then you can order it. And it'll oh, wow, physically that's so come cool. It's like, so you could, like, go and make, like, a giant Jason head out of Legos and then, like, you know, send it to him for for Christmas or something. Or if he made you mad, you could just, like, put it in his bed. You know? (laughs) So when he wakes up, he's like... (laughs) But but then it'd be cool. Like, after he he jumped out of the bed and it smashed it, he'd have the instructions and he could put it back together whenever he wanted later. Subsequently, you know? So... That's a fascinating and morbid example that I love. (laughs) Well, it it was just on the tip of my tongue when I started thinking about it. So, anyway, (laughs) on to other news articles, I suppose. Yeah, if if any of you out there have played 
the Lego game, we would like to hear your opinions yeah. about this. But moving right along. Or if you have infinite amount of money and want to start your gaming company successfully in Colorado and yes. need two bright star, rising stars yes. to yes. join you. A product we manager and a staunchly and firmly support you in every way that we can and yeah promote you we'll make it a winner on this huge podcast we'll of ours. Not and name it Net Devil. Wait, that no, seems we that won't use any seafood for the logo or a, a scary ass fish with giant yeah. teeth and a light bulb dangling from it. Um, if you've been listening to national news, you might have heard an amusing console story. Moving over to consoles, that. A dude who lives in Mark's old neighborhood. My old hood, yeah. He went to the Best Buy that was just down the street from Mark's old house and freaked out when they did not have his last-minute pre-ordered Call of Duty Modern Warfare 3 hardened edition ready when they got there. Yes. And so apparently he said something like, I'm going to blow this place up. And then he proceeded to hang out in the parking lot and threaten employees as they came out. Always a smart thing to do. While they were leaving, yeah, let's see. Quoting from GamePolitics.com, this man's name. He was 31 years old, so it shows the maturity knows no age. Lamorin Sar. So Mr. Sar was, he threatened employees, asking several of them while they were leaving, and that he would shoot them in the parking lot. And he also allegedly said something about blowing up the store. And the funny thing is, is of course he's been mocked and reported around the world uh, around the world especially on the internet and he's just beside himself that he's uh gotten any of this attention at all and he said i wasn't gonna blow it up or anything like that no it's just something you say when you get mad you know what i mean but they're like empty threats you can't get in trouble for just saying you're gonna bomb a building <laughs> and he didn't say that he was going to shoot the people apparently the only guns i own are virtual virtual guns on call of duty and then he claims that he's sorry about what he said, but it has to be mutual, and the manager needs to apologize for screwing him around. It's like, like he went out of his way to, you know, make that pre-order sellout or whatever without you know, holding the one yeah. correctly. So, it, it, Mr. Sark claims that he said, "God, now I'm mad. I am so pissed right now. I can blow this place up." The funniest part is he later bought a copy of Call of Duty at a nearby Walmart. No, by a nearby, they mean across the parking lot. That's and so true. Also, a GameStop right there, too. So exactly. I don't know what it is with Colorado and like people like blowing stuff up or threatening <laughs> to blow stuff up, but it's really kind of disturbing that it seems to all be in Colorado. I don't know. Yeah, so we like showed the up for gateway to like terrorist acts or something and um what sucks is i think they said they took him in for what was the charge that they were holding him for disorderly uh, conduct so disorderly conduct sounds like a misdemeanor but it can actually be a felony really so if they go after him oh wow he could be like really screwed if you go i mean you can be in jail for like five years you can be um, you know, it goes on your record as a felony, which is way different than a misdemeanor. So, I mean, just for talking shit, basically. It's like being on a plane. Have, he could well have screwed himself, crap. you know? Yeah. yeah. Unlike, and he's 31 years old. I mean, you know. He yeah. should be old enough to know better. Yeah, that's that's just too bad. Yeah. And even, well. and I don't know, for that game, that much emotion? I mean, come on. There's like a gazillion Call of Duty yeah. games. And it's not like he can't earn his experience points later. I mean, my dad really wants this game super bad, and he has to wait until Christmas to get it. Yeah. In fact, my mom is forcing him to play all the other games we've got him, gotten him <laughs> for, like, Father's Day and his birthday that he wouldn't play because he'd always play freaking Modern Warfare 2's multiplayer. Oh, that's so funny. And so now she's like, if you don't play that game, if you don't go play Fear 3 or Homeland or all these other games that we've gotten him... You're not going to get it. She's like, I, you're not only going to not get... Modern Warfare 3, she was going to take away the Modern Warfare 2 disc or destroy it. And I'm like, right on! And the point is, he's totally stuck in Fear 3 right now with these bosses, and he just bitches and bitches about it to my mom. He's like, <laughs> God, this game sucks. He's like, I can't get past this boss. And she's like, don't tell me about it. She's like, you should finish it. 
But the thing is, is when he gets stuck at a place, since they both have their computers and game systems set up in my old bedroom, they're sitting there side by side. (laughs) And it's like my dad will be at a place and inevitably there's some voice acting phrase that's repeated every single time that he dies. And oh, no. Like, look out! Look out! Look out! <laughs> and it's, uh, it's just my mom hears that over and over. I remember when I was down there, I think, for Father's Day, or it was, it was Christmas last year, and he got Medal of Honor, and there was some sequence where they were flying a helicopter over the Afghanistan desert, and he was just shooting off the side, and there was something, he had to kill things specifically, uh, he had to fly the helicopter and shoot things in a certain order. And the segment always starts off as like, oh, we're just flying over these canyons. And then all of a sudden they get ambushed by some people on the ground. And the helicopter probably goes, what the fuck? And so, <laughs> sorry, listeners, this is a really swear word filled episode. But he could not get past that. And so just like, what the fuck? What the fuck? What the fuck? <laughs> just like over and over oh, and over no. and just hearing it and... But that doesn't say anything. You just keep hearing it from the bedroom. Just like, and so we just started taunting him. And like, yeah. does he play these on like super hard difficulty or something? Or? He plays them on normal. Oh, just usually. normal. Yeah. yeah. Sometimes normal mode can suck in games, though. It can be. Lately, it has. You know, it's like especially when you get older. Yeah. I don't know about you, Mark, but it's like I used to be. It was like a point of personal pride. I'm going to play this on normal at least. Yeah. I'm a good gamer. I know I can handle the challenge. Now it's like. Dude, I don't got time yeah. for your artificial difficulty. If you're going to give me the regular ending and all the main story points for easy, I'm playing on easy. Right, right. Yeah. So, uh, oh, that's that's too funny. Well, maybe he'll just have his own secret copy of Modern Warfare 3 that, that your mom doesn't know about. And like, she goes to bed and he's like... <laughs> 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 the funny thing is it's inverse. It's usually my mom can't get to bed, so he has to go oh. to sleep. So she he won't sneak past it. No, that's too funny. <laughs> It's amazing you turned out a gamer with those two. Uh, I know. What are the odds? Thought, it's genetic. Huh? Yeah. <laughs> so what left shall we talk about? Maybe the Steam thing. Yeah. So this something. This something. I think just uh, this is something that just got broke today that people who have used the Steam forum are at risk of having a significant portion of personal information. Being obtained by a group of hackers. The way I read it was even worse. The way I read it was, the hackers went through the, in through the Steam forums, but the forums had connectivity to their actual database, like the main oh. database proper. So anybody who is a Steam user who has put their credit card information in permanently is at risk. Oh god! Um, now they said they don't know that they got any credit card info and it was encrypted and the passwords are hashed but they don't know if they got any of the private data but they definitely were on the same they were able to access the same databases that have all that stuff well i'm one of those guys who has my credit card info in there yeah your credit card info your address there's like only name. a couple of places that i do that one is amazon <laughs> one is... yeah because you figure you can trust these places no if i had a playstation 3 it would not be there <laughs> ever oh what but, the hell oh uh, why not <laughs> You know, but Throw yeah. caution to the wind. So, you know, they're still doing they're still doing like their post mortem and everything, and trying to figure out exactly what all happened. But it it doesn't sound good. Especially. Man, yeah, listeners, let us know if you're one of the people who have received a notice or have had to go through a hoop of changing all your information or your passwords or something like that because yeah. of this. I'd be really interested to hear how this develops because. The PSN hacking didn't seem like it was as detailed as this. Like right. there were only certain chunks of user info that they had obtained. Like they'd obtained some names, right. or they'd obtained some street addresses, but not like names with street addresses, with credit cards, with passwords, all together in a bundle. Just like that's full user account sensitive information. It's everything, yeah. Download. Yeah. That's a... Boy, shame on them, man. That must have been. Yeah. Like, even to have that stuff, like, the, the connectivity, like, why wasn't that stuff, like, separated out from the forums? I mean, yeah. why, 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 why is there, like, a path through, through that system into the core, you know? I don't know. I, 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 like, from a design point of view, I don't understand why they did it that way. Just no. for forums, for God's sakes. It's too... Well, I guess it makes kind of sense. Like, they're using one code base, everything's tied together. It's not a bunch of discrete stuff that's being held together with spaghetti code, but 
still. Yeah. I mean, such a prime target. I mean, yeah, if I were a hacker and thought I could get away with it, hell yeah, I'd go for Steam. Yeah. That's like the definitive online game oh marketplace. God. Go and get all that information. Definitely, but, let's go for it. Yeah. I wonder how... It'll be interesting to find out more about this, as like yeah. how they got where they got to, and how much did they know, and was there an insider to... Yeah. You know, because that's pretty amazing. But anyway... I want to take a moment to do a plug here, though, because this is correlated to Steam and Valve. If you are a fan of Steam and Valve, Steam and Valve games, over at Nintendo, the most recent episode of Airship Travelogs, which should be going up in the next couple of days if I get it edited, <laughs> we had an interview with Chet Falzik, who is one of the main script writers over at Valve. He's worked in both Half-Life 2, Episode 1 and 2. Oh, that's cool. Left 4 Dead 1 and 2. And Portal 2. And it's like, if you want to hear what it's like working at Valve and the creative process and stuff like that, highly recommend it. Did you ask him about Ice Frog? No. Oh, darn. No, that would have been an interesting question. His his alleged team of cronies. Yeah. It would have been really interesting to know what... Yeah, I was kind of starstruck just being able to talk to him. So I was kind of like, oh, what about this? Yeah, yeah. But maybe next time we can get a chance to ask about that. That would be... That'd be really funny to... They probably couldn't really say... Yeah. You know, anything yeah. too disparaging, but maybe tonally he could suggest that perhaps he's a giant douchebag. It's an interesting experience. He's a character. <laughs> Lots uh, of personality. <laughs> Next question. <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, I think that pretty much wraps it up for tonight, don't yes, you? Yes, yes. Lots of stuff. One last note. If you're a Star Trek Online fan... Finally, they put a date to the whole free-to-play launch date. We spent an episode talking about this in the past. January 17th of next year. So up until then, you can get all your DCUO free-to-play action on. Eric has jumped back in with both Both feet. And an arm. Wants everybody to come join him. There's so many people out there. The Creeping Darkness is back in business, the guild. Yeah, I've got to download and get my DCUO up online. So I can join him for this. And I, I don't want to get into Star Trek Online because unlike Mark and Terror, I love... We finally agreed on something. ...the ship combat and flight <laughs> Yeah, in that game. And it's it's pretty neat. So I'll probably give that a try. But DCUO will take precedence and coincidentally is available right now. Yeah, and it's so, fun. Fun as hell. Yeah, let us know if you want to join us in that or if you've got a guild set up. And also join us in League of Legends. We're, of course, still playing that regularly. Yeah. With the super awesome Wolf Brothers and Tony and other folks. Scott, of course. Scott. I haven't talked to him in a while. He's been too busy. He's so been busy. Scott's not as available as we are. Acquiring rival companies and crushing them under his feet. Building his global his, empire. His global IT empire. Yes. <laughs> his personal hardware empire. So yeah, send in your requests or whatever, or just your regular feedback to mail. M-A-I-L. At channelmassive.com, or leave us a comment on the website. We look forward to hearing from you. We bid you adieu. Warcraft for ten years. If I can't play Diablo 3 soon, I might just kill myself.